Tinder, statistically, 38% of users are female. 62% are male. So the odds are already stacked against you. There's way yeah. more guys than girls It's an oversaturated there. market. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Our Path Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Drew. I'm Tony. I'm Dean. It's the season of love. And what better time to talk about everyone's favorite app for dating and relationships than right now? I, of course, am talking about the beloved Tinder. <laughs> you know, it's the season oh, of love. Um, and evidently, Cupid has missed me with his arrow. But that is not to say I'm turning to Tinder. I refuse. That app is a cesspool. This is not shots or directly um, related to anybody listening to this podcast, but it's a cesspool. And I feel like anybody who's on that app agrees with me. Now, right? I, 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 was, I was fortunate enough to wake up this morning with a heart-shaped arrow in my right butt cheek. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I am in love this year, but um, you are right. Uh, Tinder, I think, is the last place uh, people should turn for uh, a quality relationship. That's not to say it's never happened, but I think more often than not, you're not going to find your soulmate on Tinder. No, I mean, it, it's a complete cesspool. I'm sorry. Like, it's just... They always said when you were growing up, don't judge a book by its cover, but the entire system of Tinder is based off judging a book by its cover because who actually reads the bio? Am I wrong? Like, who actually reads the bio? Well, two things. First, I'm in the same boat as you, Dean. Cupid's arrow has missed me as well. <laughs> Man, Cupid's got to hit his shots, dude. A little different from you. I actually have used the app Tinder, and I can say without a doubt, it is most definitely a cesspool. <laughs> and... If you are inquiring as to does anybody read those bios, I highly doubt it. Regardless of what the app says, regardless of what anyone says, yeah, 99% of what happens on there is a hookup. Yeah. And I, I think that the, the biggest misconception on Tinder is that you have a standing chance <laughs> as a guy, mm -hmm. as a girl. True. And this, is, this isn't, um, these are facts. Like I'm not actually speaking out of bitterness. As a female on Tinder, you have a much, 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 much greater chance of finding a match than a guy does. A guy will find a match, but you could find way more in one hour than a guy could find in really a whole day or maybe even a couple days. I mean, let's just put it this way. The median female user receives about 2.75 matches per day, while the median male user only receives about 1.1 matches. And at that rate, to expect a match, the typical woman would have to like just three men, while a man would have to like over 50 women. And that stat is per thebolditalic.com. Okay, I'm just saying it's a way oversaturated market for men interested in women. Now, here's the thing that coincides with what you're talking about. Over 50 likes that the man would have to give out. Yeah. That's if he can even give out 50 likes. Yeah. The app will limit you to the amount of girls or guys, whatever you're looking at. But it will, as long as you're a guy, it seems, it will limit you to how many people you can like in a day. And then it'll stop you and you have to wait for 12 hours for your likes to reset. This, of course, is if you use the free version. Now, technically, Tinder is a mm -hmm. free app. Yeah. But for anywhere from like $5.99 to $30 plus a month, because it seems to be different for everybody, mm -hmm. you can buy Tinder Gold, which is unlimited likes, Ooh. super likes, Ooh. and you can see who likes you on top of it. Ooh. So for potentially $30 a month, you can have all these great, wonderful features of this great, wonderful app. For wow. approximately 500 Clash of Clans gems, you can get the, <laughs> the premium version of this app. That's such a scam, though. It can, like, you would have to like over 50 women to have a chance at a match. To have a chance. And the app literally favors women. Tinder, 
statistically, 38% of users are female, 62% are male. So the odds are already stacked against you. There's way yeah. more guys than girls. It's on an there. oversaturated market. Mm-hmm. You're it looking is. at basically a ratio, male to female, nine to one. And that statistic, of course, is from onlineforlove.com. Wow. Ooh. Well, the, the frustrating part and the thing that people don't really think about is Tinder is a business, obviously. Right. It's a business. Tinder does not make money when you find a like when you find a good match and you delete the app. Tinder is no longer making money. So whether it's their intent or not, Tinder makes money off of you staying single. And right. even to dive deeper into it, when you are on Tinder and you have to swipe 60 plus women every day to have a chance at a like, what does that do for your confidence? What does that do for your self-esteem? I was just going to say it's very unhealthy for guys to have to Tinder. It's an, I think it's like healthy that. for everybody, but more so guys because it obviously is such an oversaturated market where how much confidence could you possibly be left with when you're paying 30 bucks a month to come up with nothing? It, it is terrible for your confidence. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just I was just thinking about it. That's $30 a month to come up with nothing. You're I, paying $30 to be sad. You're better month. off buying lottery tickets. The idea is, is that when you pay that $30 a month, though, you get more matches. Yeah. That is the idea. And I've never had Tinder Gold. I would refuse to pay for that. But I do know people who have. And yes, they do have more matches. That is true. But they're paying for it. And I'm not saying that the matches are any better. It's not like the app improves technically for you because you paid for it. Yeah. In the sense that the quality is there. Yeah. It's still the same people. It's still the same methods, the same idea. It's just now you're, quote unquote, more lucky, I guess. Yeah. You just have a better shot at actually, like you basically just speed up the process. Of getting right. these matches, and they're still like Tony said, they're not quality matches. They're no, there's nothing better about them. There's nothing different about them. You're just again speeding up the process. You're basically running YouTube with no ads. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, what if you spent thirty bucks a month just on hygiene or something for yourself? You know, or on a gym membership or, or book? Yeah, a book. You spend it on a book, a gym membership, and some cologne, and probably improve your. Uh... In the amount of time it would take you to get a couple matches on Tinder, you could have a couple matches in real life. Right. I mean, that's true. And that would do a lot going to the gym. Okay. Spending 30 bucks a month on a gym membership, which by the way, they're not even that much. They're not even no. 30 bucks. You spend that much money on a gym membership every month. Your confidence isn't going to go to to zero because you're actually doing something for yourself. Whereas you spend 30 bucks a month on Tinder. All you're doing is swiping on images of girls. You're not even attracted to because you've never met them. And then they don't like you back. And then you're sitting there all sad and lonely true. And, you're, and you're paying for it. Right. I, I'll never understand it. I suppose there is the idea of maybe self-validation that you could get. But as a guy, I would think it would be pretty tough, especially with the odds stacked against you. How are you supposed to get self-validation? You would get that by the more girls that like you, but you're really effectively striking out. Even though you can't technically strike out, you still are technically striking out because you're not getting any matches. And the problem I feel with that app is that we all have certain preferences and i'm not saying that in a bad way yeah i'm saying that like maybe we don't like people who drink maybe you don't like Mm -hmm. people who smoke and it seems that the more you swipe left on the people with those things in their bio the more they come up in your feed that's weird it's a weird thing so if you were to swipe left on every person who says in there smoker i smoke marijuana or drinker I drink regularly, I'm a partier, act something like that. It seems the more you swipe left on that, the more they pop up. That's weird. 
very counterproductive. <laughs> I, I, I just have to feel like, though, and this isn't to take shots at anybody on Tinder, I feel like you're a quality person. I feel like the quality person you're looking for to match with isn't on Tinder in the first place. I would it, have to agree. It's kind of like how people say that um, even though you, the people who win the lottery, they win all that money and then they blow it all. Like, well, why would you blow it all? Well, the, they were playing the lottery in the first place, which means they're not good with money. So they were going to blow it. They, they blow the money they don't yeah. have now. They're going to blow the amount of money they have in the future. It's kind of the same thing with Tinder. Whereas if you're looking for a quality match, you're, you've already lost because odds are, and I'm not saying there's not quality people on there, but overwhelmingly the people that are on that app really aren't looking for a quality match in the first place. So not all of them, but most of them. If you're a quality person, just stay off of Tinder. You're, you're much better off just not, not swiping on Tinder. And not to say that it hasn't happened, but if you want to pursue a path that leads to marriage, a long-term relationship, a quality relationship, it's not Tinder. No. It's really not. There are dating apps that you can pay for. I think Match is something you e can pay for. one. Yeah. E-Harmony's old. Yeah. They're older, but I mean, if that was really your only option, yeah. you could look at something that when you pay for it is actually legitimate tailored towards marriage and all that there's people actually on there looking for a relationship right and but the thing is is that tinder plays into the youth culture that we have today yes yeah. tinder is for the hookup culture that most youths are embracing and if that's your thing then that's your thing but don't get confused about what that app is and isn't yeah that app is primarily for hookups not for a long-term relationship i was gonna say i think that really i think that um that app is mostly young people if not totally young people, like right. yeah, there's, you don't hear much about old people being on Tinder. They're like we said, mostly on eHarmony or Match. But uh, Tinder has definitely turned itself in, and I'm sure that the intention was not for that to happen. But Tinder has definitely turned into a young person hookup app, basically. Like yeah. it, that's usually what people are on there for. And hookup culture really is a toxic thing. It takes away a lot of confidence more than it gives you, I think, because you're not getting like. It, it's not meant to be sex is not meant to be one of those things where you just do it for one night and that's it. Like you're supposed to have that connection. You're supposed to love that person and then it's more special. But if it's just something that you regularly do, it's not, it's not special anymore. It takes away your confidence. It doesn't help you anymore. And I think that Tinder plays into that big time. And I think that that screws up a lot of people. It's supposed to be a sacred thing. And the sad part is saying that these days you get weird looks from people. Like, oh, yeah, he's saying it's just... What, are you religious? Yeah, what, are you religious? It's not even a religious thing. It, it's just the way it is, obviously. um, It's procreation. It's supposed to be a sacred act. And these days, it's just been exploited by apps like Tinder and just by culture in general. But I think Tinder is definitely a big factor in that culture, in the push of the culture in that direction. I think that's just the direction of most dating apps, though. Yeah. That aren't like the ones we yeah. mentioned earlier, like eHarmony and Match.com. Now, I'll get the ads for uh, Bumble on YouTube all the time. I don't know why. Yeah. I had Bumble once a very long time ago. It was it was very similar to Tinder, except the girl has to message first. Huh. And it's just like a guy messaging a girl first on Tinder. I mean, it's just the situation. The tables are turned. Yeah. The quality is pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the same type of people. And once again, if you're looking for a quality relationship, it's probably not going to be on there. I will say that it was a step above Tinder. Okay. Just the overall feel was a little bit more positive. Felt a little cleaner. It felt a little cleaner. I did try Hinge once and 
started asking a lot of real personal information. So I think that app would be more geared towards like an eHarmony or a match because there was stuff about political beliefs in there oh, wow. and religious beliefs. So obviously there's a little bit more in depth yeah, to that. Long term. And I really don't want to be on a dating app. I was just kind of seeing what it was. So I saw a little bit of what it was and then I didn't want to fill any more of it out. So I ended up exiting off because I really don't feel like you can get much of out of a dating app myself. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like inevitably, at least what it feels like right now with this whole COVID thing going on, inevitably it feels like dating is shifting towards the online um, atmosphere and less towards in person, which is weird. And I personally don't, I don't agree with that, but um, it feels like at least to meet people, it's going to be more of an online venture and less of a approaching venture because people are just, they've just been on edge. Right. And you know, the weird. Thing, it's weird because I see like people are doing a Zoom date. Like, okay, yeah, that's too far. That's too far. <laughs> that, that is that's too weird. weird. If I got to ask for the room code to go on a date with you, <laughs> there's a problem. Yeah. I mean, how, I don't know. I don't feel like you're getting the same thing as if you were in face to face first. Absolutely of all. not. Face to face interaction is really big. And the thing is, is that I think COVID made it made dating apps more appealing because, oh, I don't have to leave my house. It is now illegal to leave my house. (laughs) I can stay inside and talk to people. I don't have to go up to people in public and talk to them. And I think it hurt confidence and it hurt your, you know, your social ability to go out and be a social butterfly, talk to people, you know. Takes practice, man. I guess to touch on, just, just to get off dating apps for a hot second, just to talk about what you just said, when it comes to talking to people, there was this thing that I realized, and it was probably around November, October, November-ish. I realized that nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what's going on, and everybody like people are scared to talk to you as much as you're scared to talk to them. So why should I be intimidated to talk to you? And ever since I realized that approaching people, not even a specific gender, just people in general, it's been so much easier because you go into it knowing that they're just as freaked out as you. They don't know who you are. So why should you be intimidated by approaching people? You got to break the ice somehow. Yeah. I mean, even if you are worried about it. And I know that a lot of the fear is like, well, what if they say no? Simple thing. Then they say no. Yeah. It could be anybody you're talking to about anything. You could be asking somebody, hey, could you help me with this real quick? And they say no. Well, then they say no. Yeah. Or if you're asking a girl out on a date, they say no. They say no. Or if you're a girl asking a guy. The and more you do it, on. the more you do it, the better you get at it. Like, it's just it, with anything, the more you do it, like, it just becomes more of a normal thing. Yeah. You don't get freaked out about it anymore. It's just like, oh, well, you know, like she said no or he said no. All right, cool. Next one. You're going to need to live to learn with rejection, no matter what it is. Yeah. Not just dating, but life in general. If yeah. you want to pursue a more successful path, you have to learn to deal with rejection because people are going to tell you no all the time. Yes. If you're an entrepreneur... You're going to hear no a lot. You're going to hear no, you can't do it. No, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And that'll, it's all the rejection thing. It's going to happen no matter what. It's not just dating, it's life. So get used to it. And yeah. the more you practice it, the more you'll be used to it, the better off you'll be at it. Yep. Yeah. And I know it, it's that first step, just that first rejection. It's going to hurt the most. You know, it's, you're not used to it. It's out of your comfort zone and it's going to sting a lot. But, once you get over that and you get to the next one and it hurts a little bit less and then the next one hurts a little bit less, eventually it just becomes second nature to you and then that's a skill. Approaching people, that's a skill. So um, just to kind of get back onto dating apps, that that skill is not built with dating apps because no. you literally just swipe left or right and you never, unless you actually set up a date with that person 
and go on a date and then get rejected, you really never feel the sting of rejection. Even if you're ghosted on the app, I don't think that you feel because you don't actually have a connection with that person. Right. It's it's almost like whatever. Like, yeah, oh, you like, were oh, just okay. really a picture on a screen. You, for all I know, you could have been a bot. Yeah, for real. So yeah. it's like at the end of the day, you're not you're not building that skill set or building that network on Tinder. All you're doing is swiping left or right and just really just trying to get lucky. Right. That's what it is. And it, I think one of the things about Tinder when you're putting on a pictures that this can really hurt your confidence. I was just thinking about it. Yeah. If you put a picture of yourself on Tinder that you think, wow, I look really good in these photos yeah. and they're all really good looking photos of you and you don't get many matches. How's that going to hurt your confidence? How are you going to feel after that? Oh, I'm sure right? you're going to feel just ripe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's going to tear you down right there. That's, yeah. that's, it's not healthy for you because you know what? If you look good in that photo, you look good in that photo. You look, yeah. You look it doesn't good matter what somebody on this app thinks. No. It's all it's all a joke anyways. I mean, even if you get to the conversations which are usually dry or usually terrible, you could try a pickup line. I mean, most of them are horrible <laughs> that you have. And they're not good. Or you just give the dry, hey, what's up? You know, that I mean you have it's not like attention. It's not like when you're talking to somebody in public, when there's no. something happening around you. You're standing in line somewhere. Yeah, it's not for like, example. Yeah, you can't like, you know, you're talking to this girl or guy, whoever you are. You look down, you see they got these cool like shoes on. Oh, I love those shoes. Where'd you get them? Oh, I actually collect shoes. Oh, so does my brother. You know, like that's how the conversation starts. But you'd never get that from an online conversation. You'd actually have to set up the date. And the problem with setting up the date is that a lot of people are scared to do it. Now, I've seen a lot of um, people who are giving advice. To, like if you're talking to somebody, just set up the date like that. Don't waste time. Don't talk to them for like two weeks. Just set up the date. But the issue is when you're on Tinder and you're not building that confidence, you don't have the confidence to do that, which is why a lot of these Tinder matches eventually lead to nothing because why would they lead to anything if you're not a confident person in the first place and your confidence has been knocked down over the past three months because you've been on this dating app and you get little to no matches. And it could be that you have a uh, fear of setting up a date for uh, you know, actual reasons, not like, yeah, it could oh, be I'm afraid of going on a date. I don't want to do it. But like past trauma. Yeah, there could be, yeah. A, you could have had a bad experience in the past or you don't know this person. How can you trust them? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll pick you up. Wow. You don't know if they're real. You don't know if they're real. You don't know anything about them. You don't know. Things could go south very quick. And I understand why it can be a scary thing, especially if you're uncomfortable being by yourself. Yes. I would have to agree with you. You don't even know if this person's real. How can you trust them? Right. You just got to put yourself out there, man. And uh, I guess to kind of segue into a, a bit of a different conversation, Dean and Tony are single. I happen to be taken. But I think what would be interesting is we should all maybe rattle off what we would, what the best quality in a relationship looks like to us. Just for anybody out there who might be a little lost, not really sure what a good relationship looks like. We did talk about it in our past episode, but we could touch on it again. So uh, we're going to start with Dean here. Oh, start with me. We're going to start with Dean. Oh, God. Dean, what do you think the best quality is in a relationship? Starts with a C, ends with communication i knew it communication I knew it it is the biggest 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 thing in a relationship Amen. bar none you cannot change my mind the only thing that comes second to communication is consistency that's it i've always believed in that i i would i mean i agree with those obviously but i would Different say one. you got to have stuff in common yes that's a big one i really if you don't have anything to connect on there's you can't really you can't build off of anything then yes How, where are you going to go nowhere Exactly. And yeah. You have and obviously trust. We have to put it out trust there. Trust is, is another one. Mm -hmm. Trust is built with communication though. True. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, the more you communicate, the more you're open about things. And consistency. And, right. It all ties together. It does. I mean, so far, I think everything we've said is tied together. Yes. Yeah. But that's from the single guys. <laughs> what is the quote-unquote married man over here? <laughs> I, I am a married man of three years. Um, I'm not actually married for anybody who doesn't actually know me, but um, Dean covered communication, which is my big one. But I think... For me, you have to have that balance between, like, I guess what you would call pillow time. So, like, time where it's just you guys, you're just relaxing. You have that, like, just casual conversation about how your days are going. That's, like, where you become, like, closer to each other. You also need to have the other side, which is you guys are going out. You're going out to dinner. You're doing things. You're doing things that you guys both enjoy. You're going on fun dates. You're getting out of the house. If you can have a healthy balance of both of those things... I think, I mean, obviously, with communication, with trust, with consistency, um, you will be just fine. And also, you need to not get comfortable. And I mean, like, not like you, you shouldn't trust each other, but like a lot of times in relationships, people will get very comfortable with each other and they'll start to slack off. They won't do those little things anymore because they think they don't have to anymore. They already want your attention. They already want your heart. That drives people away. Make sure that you're like what Dean said, you're consistent. You don't get too comfortable. Like, obviously, be comfortable with who you're with, but don't settle. Like, don't just stop trying because you're going to lose that person. Yeah. I mean, and that all segues into the grand, grand, grand point of just this all plays into our path. I mean, my path does not start on Tinder, at least in my my relationships um, sphere. Like, I'm not going to build relationships off Tinder. For me, it's going to take an actual face-to-face encounter with somebody to actually feel something towards that person and then build a solid relationship with them. That's why you have to look at Tinder as what it is solely for, which is a hookup app. And that's another part about relationships real quick. The hookup culture plays into the idea that a relationship is tied to sex, almost like they're neck neck and neck. Like that's the only thing that you're getting out of it. And then you end up, you know, you look at that as like, well, if I'm not getting it, why am I in this relationship? Or it all ends up tying around that because you've been conditioned to think that it does. Yeah. And that builds an unhealthy relationship. Yes. You can't be looking at it like the, oh, well, this is going to happen on the first date. Well, if that's what you're looking for, then that's a hookup. That's not a relationship. You have yeah. to really separate the two as well. Because otherwise, then there's no difference. Mm-hmm. It's just a disaster waiting to happen. And that's yeah. really all that app is going to build up to. If you want a path where you pursue a relationship and you want a healthy relationship, get off Tinder. Bottom line, I mean, if you're going to be on Tinder, it kind of plays into the social media thing we talked about. If you haven't listened, go listen. It was a great conversation. I believe it's episode four, right? Episode four. Um, if, if you haven't listened to it yet, by all means, go listen to it. Episode four, great conversation. I have one more thing before we sign off. Tony, Dean, and I are actually interns for Cupid, and we are going to rattle off one really good pickup line. <laughs> one really good pickup line from each of us <laughs> to help to help you single Pringles out there who oh are looking God. who are looking for love. Dean, we're going to no, start with you. Why are you starting with me? We're again? always starting with Dean. Oh, okay, no. well, you're going to get one off the top of my dome because I don't have any stored away. Oh, I, I, don't can't, use these. I can't even think of one. Oh, I got one. Okay, oh, man, I don't have. <clears> Gentlemen, if you're listening, use this with caution because you could win over a lot more than you expect, all right? Quote, are you from Little Caesars? Because <laughs> you're hot and I'm ready. <laughs> there you go. I already got one. You guys ready for this? 
Ready as I'll ever be. Uh, two election cycles. You guys uh, vote for Obama? I did. Why? Because <laughs> you're Barack in my world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll win her over. It's, especially if she voted for Obama. You won her heart. If that doesn't win her over, though, this one definitely will. Let's hear Tony rip it off. Do you work at McDonald's? Because <laughs> I'm McLovin' it. <laughs> Not a paid product placement for McDonald's or Little Caesars. Right. Just big fans. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think on that horrible note, we're going to wrap this one up here. As always, it's an absolute pleasure um, to put this work out there for you guys. We always appreciate the feedback of all, always, of course. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, taking the time out of your day to give us a listen and listen to what we have to say. means the world. Please do not ever forget that. Um, if you're new here, give us a follow on whatever platform you are listening on. If you're on Apple Podcasts, um, it's the only platform I know of that you can do it. But if you're on Apple, drop us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. means the world. And if you like this episode where we basically trash talk Tinder, <laughs> you might be interested in our previous episode where we talked about good and healthy relationships. Yes. And what you should actually be looking for. Mm-hmm. Just want to yep. put that out there. And as we always say, this is a, our path podcast, but it's your path too. So please DM us, comment on our pictures. Anyway, just tell us how we're doing. You might even be on the show one day. <laughs> so with that note, uh, I'm Drew. I'm Dean. I'm Tony. Thank you for listening. <laughs>